Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And you guys buckle up because I have the one and only Doug Bouton on the show today. This guy just hung out at Grant Cardone's house last weekend for a couple of days. So you trust me when I say this, you want to hear this guy's story and I need you to do me a favor and share this out. Let's get a couple hundred thousand people to watch this right away. So stay with us. We'll be right back. I have Doug Bouton on. Here we go. Let's bring Doug on. Doug, welcome to the show. What's up, Ken? Thanks for having me. How are you today? Dude, I'm so excited. Seriously, I couldn't even sleep last night. I'm because here's here's why. You have unbelievable knowledge and success in the digital marketing world. And um, I want to know everything you know, and hopefully you can deliver that in, in the next 56 minutes. <laughs> I'm an open book. Happy to share with you and anybody watching. What's up, everybody who's watching? Yeah, we've got all kinds of people on here. So please, if you guys would share this out, I'm telling you, everybody needs to hear this, this story. So Doug, um, why don't you start with maybe telling everybody where you were born and raised? Start there. Cool. Yeah, I was born and raised in Wallingford, Connecticut. I spent most of my adult life there outside of uh, the four years I went to Drexel University for, for college, moved back home, and uh, currently living in San Diego. I've been here three years now, San Diego, California. Nice. Dude, yeah. I just spoke at an event out in um, Carlsbad. And That's I'd like never. Minutes from me. Dude, I've ne I'd never been there. And I was like, yeah. this is nice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's crazy nice. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. My wife's even watching. So, so Doug, talk about what it was like for you as a kid. And Jamie Green is awesome. She's on Jamie, here. What's up, Jamie? Do you know Jamie? Oh yeah. Jamie's yeah. the solar queen. She's yeah. awesome. So, so talk about what it was like for you though, as a kid. And here's why I asked that, because I really think that it's always something that happens or a series of events or a person in our life or something as a kid that pushes us in the direction that we go as, as adults. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I was raised by a young mother. She was uh, 19 or probably around 18 when she was, you know, pregnant, 19 when she had me and my twin brother and, um, you know, raised me, my brother, my twin brother, and my younger brother, who is just four years younger than us, uh, by herself. And, um, you know, trying to provide for all of us. She worked a lot. She was um, in the background of a paralegal as well as working restaurant jobs, but um, still found time to, you know, go to college part-time, uh, volunteer in the community, and really give us a great childhood. We grew up you know, Cub Scouts racing BMX, trying all the sports out. And uh, I just saw how hard she worked and it just really motivated me. Uh, I believe as a young child to get out there. And uh, I think the competition was there having a twin brother. So we made everything a competition, all the fundraiser events, um, you know, anything and everything became a competition. So I think that really helped drive uh, me in that area. Yeah. So you, um, you grew up working, it sounds like. Or yeah, I grew up working. I mean, hustling at least, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was always trying something new, you know, the whole stories of lemonade stands, but we really took it seriously every weekend. Uh, we were selling candy bars. Uh, we got the idea from fundraising. We get these fundraisers from school and we want to win. Uh, but even outside of the fundraising events, we'd go and buy our own candy bars and, you know, sell them to the, the, the neighborhoods we lived in um, and that really trickled out through high school and college where 
I didn't really want to go work an internship and I would design t-shirts for Greek life. I was cutting hair. I was selling chapter notes and outlines for exams and selling seats next to me during exams. So I was always trying to find the way, uh, to Wait, really... did you did you just say you were cutting hair? Yeah, I cut hair. Yeah. $5, $5 fades. Yeah. No. <laughs> my, believe it or not, my first Facebook group, $5 fades. Drexel University. No. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I'm my God. Serious. That's hilarious. <laughs> Why that? Like, you were just, you, you're like, I have this hidden talent. I, I learned how to cut my own hair, um, <laughs> you know, at a young age. And uh, I cut my brother's hair. And uh, in college, people found that out and were like, Hey, I need a haircut. It's Friday night. Everyone's closed. Let's go out. I'm like, all right, $5. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Dude, that is awesome. Wow. Okay. So, so you were, you were, so you're going through, that's awesome. So you're going through college, you're constantly hustling, um, even as a kid. And I get the, the candy bar thing. I get all that. Right. So you, um, what happened after college? What was your major? It was a uh, business administration, marketing and finance. And okay. I got into my senior year. I went to Drexel university private school around $50,000 per year. I was stubborn. I didn't want to go to Connecticut college. Like most of my friends, I wanted to go somewhere new. And, um, I took out student loans to do that and senior year um the bursar's office asked me to uh come in and they're like hey you need a new co-signer your mother and your grandmother uh have already signed too many and i couldn't get a co-signer for my senior year so i ended up dropping out one term shy of my degree and Whoa. back then i was doing door-to-door -door sales uh selling office supplies for a staple subsidiary called quill and got a lot of experience in that, but I got the opportunity to go back to Connecticut, which was, I think, kind of a coincidence uh, to uh, co-manage an office up there, assistant manager. And the goal was for me to uh, lead a team. Um, the, the rules were you had to get 14, a team of 14 hired and trained and $28,000 of weekly sales volume for four weeks straight. And then I would right. get my own office. So uh, that was what I was doing. I was going door to door, 100% commission. Uh, building teams, hiring, training. I was going to take over that office for Quill. Quill, yeah. Is this I, a, um, I'm, I'm yeah. familiar with them. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah. I don't know how, but I, I'm, I've, I know the name. So, so, and that was like, were you an employee or 1099 or 1099? It was um, okay. a third party company called Sidcor that ran these campaigns. They actually okay. did campaigns for Quill, Direct Energy. Um, few others there was residential and there was business to business there was verizon all those kind of things so i was on the quill campaign and you were just knocking on doors just knocking on doors 50 60 a day i'd go out there with my army you know i'd have at least yeah. two interviews every day and probably two to three people i'd be training so i'd say all right you four stay here you come with me and we would just do this all day long and um it was a hustle for sure but i learned i believe some of the greatest things about marketing and sales and you know yeah. customer service and people uh that i never really kind of understood back then but now i look back and i'm like i think everybody should do it for at least a month i think that when i look at some of the best internet marketers yeah. people i look up to they have experience in door-to-door -door or customer service like restaurant work or something like that i i've said that many times like i I think before a, a kid even decides about going to college, they should go out door to door for at least six months. Just yeah. go out and I don't care if it's business to business, residential. I've done both. Business to business is easier. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah for sure. You don't get chased by as many dogs. Um, <laughs> but but I think because you you, I don't know, you develop a different skill set that you don't even realize is there. And that's communicating with other human beings. Yeah. Really, right? Yeah, it's persistence. It's follow-up. It is um, taking no for an answer and being okay with it. It's rejection. <laughs> uh, just to find those few yeses a day if you're lucky, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I learned a lot, a lot in the field and my boss used to call me uh, very disarming and he, he thought that was my superpower, which I thought was fascinating. Disarming. Disarming. What's that? What do you mean? You know, I could go in and 
find the angriest person they're having the worst day and i would turn that conversation into a great connection and leave either with a yes or come back on this date for my order i order on this date and that was my goal was to find out when do you order like i'll come back and it was kind of spoke against like they want you to use the pitch and i'm only here for today your neighbors just bought all the things and my boss brought me in one day he's like what are you doing like you're constantly ranked top 10 out of 800 people and you know, I got to know what you're doing. I told them, I'm like, I don't know if it's allowed, but this is what I'm doing. I'm finding out when they actually order. And I'm just going back on that date because I'm in a, a small territory. Yeah. I think it's foolish to say I'm only here for today. I get the urgency thing, but I'd rather pile up uh, a, a good pipeline and follow up. And uh, they started making some changes to what they were doing, which was really cool. That's brilliant, actually, dude. Like, develop a relationship instead of the, <laughs> like i love it when somebody head. knocks on my door and says this is only available for today i'm like well you should come back tomorrow because i'm broke today so <laughs> like, yeah. what are and you talking people, about the smart people get it they know it's you know facade yeah. and i think it's interesting because i've carried a lot of that online with me over the years you know i'm, I'm not going to be someone that gets on a call i hardly do sales calls and you know, I do keep persistent with the people I know I could help. And I'm just yeah. sharing value and following up and finding out what's a date that will work for you, you know, right. just staying persistent. Right. So you did that. How long did you, or did you say, how long did you do that with Quill? About four years. I started did in Philadelphia. Really? Yeah. Philadelphia went back to Connecticut and uh, four years in the field. Wait, you did it in Philly? That's where I started. I, I started. So my, the university I went to required you to work um, at least six months out of the year. So you do six months in college in class and then six months in the field. And um, I, I skipped the first few years and they basically told me I had to do it to graduate. So um, a lot of people thought I was crazy to go get a hundred percent commission job as an intern. Yeah. Like, why don't you go to the corporate fields and all this? And um, I just really was called to that company. And it worked out, uh, got an opportunity to move back to Connecticut. And, you know, it did lead to me, it helped me through the dropping out situation and gave me purpose for when I came back to Connecticut to really learn more in those couple of years than, than anything I learned in, in class. Yeah. <laughs> I've said that too. <laughs> um, so, so, um, did you ever finish your degree? I didn't No. Yeah. So you're I, a dropout. Um, Oh yeah. College dropout. <laughs> it, it was a, a rough few years dropping out. Yeah. You know, my family always wanted what's best for me. And Doug, when you go finish the degree, when you're going to get a, uh, you know, a real job and you have so much talent and all these things. And, um, I just felt like I was on the right path. Uh, some days it was tough. There was some situations where, you know, what ultimately led me to leaving that job was they switched campaigns. We, I lost my entire team lost everything. I had to start from scratch on a door-to-door -door campaign, like residential going, we went to Verizon wow. Fios and just wasn't what I wanted. Uh, I really liked the business to business side of things. So that's why I eventually end up leaving one month shy of getting my own office. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so you, and what kind of money were you making? That's the thing. It was even being top 10 in the country out of 800 reps. I was barely making enough to pay bills. A lot of times I was sacrificing sales for my team because to get someone promoted to corporate trainer, they needed at least two sales a day for 14 days straight. So mm -hmm. a lot of times I'd be giving my sales away to my team, which I earned a small yeah. percentage of, but I mean, maybe on a really good week, $800 and after what? refunds come in. So that's decent money, but I mean, I was working at least 12 hours a day, uh, but it wasn't enough to pay off my student loan bills. Like my, I was behind in student loans. I was barely getting groceries on the table, uh, you know, living on my own. And so that's when I started looking at restaurant jobs. I was working 12 hours a day here and then going to a night shift at a restaurant. And it caused some conflict with my manager team having to leave early, which early was like 8 PM. And I'm like, yeah. I gotta go to my next job. Um, it, it was interesting. So, so you, um, Okay, because this this is where this is where this really is going to start getting interesting. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> so you ended up getting into the restaurant industry, um, waiting tables. Is that or did you become a restaurant 
tour. <laughs> yeah, no, I really, I started at the bottom. I was busing tables uh, pretty quickly, was asked to start serving tables. Uh, wow. Not long after that, they asked me to uh, manage. So I was basically waiting tables and managing. So sometimes I would literally go change my shirt to go talk to a table in the middle of having 10 tables. And um, I did it all, uh, all the way up through becoming manager, event coordinating, running events, started taking over their website and email list. And that's where I started really getting the practice for, for digital marketing. And how, how in the, are you like 22, 23, somewhere in there? Yeah. Right on. Okay. Um, and so what, what qualified you to take over their website and email list? Like oh man. That doesn't make sense so far. Yeah, I think that the, so here's what really happened. Um, when I left Drexel University, about two years into door to door, my grandmother was in real estate and she had an open house. And at that open house, uh, a couple approached her to not buy the home, but to invite her to a meeting. And that was a network marketing meeting. Uh, and she thought of me and she's like, Hey, we have to go check out this thing. It's this Saturday at the crown Plaza hotel. Uh, it sounds like a really cool opportunity similar to what you're doing, but it sounds like there's more uh, potential here. So we went to that meeting. She sponsored me into that company. It was called ACN. And, yep. um, if you guys recall, it's the, the video phones and the communication. And, yep. uh, yep. I have the check somewhere around here. Cause I just found it for my first check for like $10 and 17 cents with ACN, <laughs> ACN, my first ever online wow. check. I know it's somewhere here. Uh, I just posted it on my profile actually when I found it last week and you know, I, from there I had shiny object syndrome. Like you couldn't believe, uh, in that room, I heard the person up there really successful. They seemed very successful said, you, you know, the average millionaire has seven streams of income. And I took that so literal that I went on and found like six more companies that day to start promoting. And I went on for about six, seven years oh, to man. promote anything and everything I could find. I mean, I was selling oxygen in a can called oxygen <laughs> for energy. I'm telling you, like I went through the entire network marketing uh, phase there. And of that, of all the, all the things, <laughs> 30 different products. I counted. No um, way. 30, You're 30 like, I'll plus. hook you up with a video phone and give you some <laughs> oxygen at the same time. It was, <laughs> it was nuts. Did um, nobody say, Hey, you may want to consider getting focused. Yep. I'll tell you who that person was here shortly. Um, wow. changed everything for me when I did. Um, but I did, I, I failed forward. I learned a ton about offline marketing, online yeah. marketing. Back then I was trying to figure out WordPress and build landing pages and stumbled upon an ad for ClickFunnels. And I remember the ad specifically, it was a octagon ring. And I talked to Russell about this recently. He was laughing because there was two people in the ring and they were like getting ready to, for a fight off. But instead of fighting, they were building a funnel, a, a sales page. And okay. one person did it in like 10 minutes. The other person barely had their headline done on the, the other platform. And I'm like, what is this tool? I need this right now. And that got introduced to ClickFunnels. And I spent, you know, at least a year just playing around with it, building out my own, you know, website and uh, sales funnel, which I didn't know that that was back then. And really where this all comes into full circle is at the restaurant, uh, I was hosting an event. It was a wine dinner. And my boss came up to me and said, see if we could send back the food, send the servers home, pay the band. You know, they, they're not gonna be able to play tonight. We have to cancel the event. Um, we didn't sell enough tickets and I'm just thinking, man, if we had an email list, I know this is a great event. We have some of the best food and the best wine and we could have sold this thing out with one email blast. So like that next week I actually started, um, I built a, their website using ClickFunnels. I know that that's tradition to put a website in ClickFunnels, but it worked. Right, we right. put their menu. Um, and then we built two funnels. One was for birthdays and one was for anniversaries. And I ran ads in a 10 mile radius around the restaurant for upcoming birthdays and upcoming anniversaries. And we're giving away a free dessert or a beverage when they come in to celebrate. And, you know, I could see if I could find it real quick, but I remember the, the return on investment for our ad spend was like over 5,000. We were getting people in the doors. They were bringing groups, they were booking parties. And what? that's when I really knew I was onto something using funnels for restaurants. And you're the manager of this restaurant. Yeah. Did, so you, I was, did you, did you have to go, did you really cancel that event though? <laughs> like we, we had to cancel the event. Oh I think like God. two people showed up and we just put them up in the dining room. 
Oh my God. Yeah. That's terrible, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not, I'm like, you could looking back, right? Like Steve Jobs says, you can only connect the dots looking backward. Um, it's funny now probably, but it wasn't at the moment. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I have the sheet. I keep it on my desk. If you look here, on, this was our, this was our exact campaign. And if you look here, we ran ads 21 plus October birthdays within 10 miles. We ran oh, it for one yeah. week and I, I printed this out, spent only $33. We got 84 leads, email and uh, messenger, 40 cent cost per lead, 22 new customers. We generated $1,700, 5,000% return on investment. I just took this around wow. and I would put this in the hands of restaurant owners. I'd say, you know, uh, I noticed your website. You don't have a website. You don't have your menu online. Um, I put this in their hand. And oh I got eight God. clients within a few weeks of doing this. I just duplicated the funnel, got them built up on click funnels and started helping them manage their social media. Okay. Talk about if you would, because I mean, there's so much, all right, you're going to not make <laughs> your next meeting. Let's just be real. <laughs> here just text somebody and say, Hey, I'm not going to make it. Sorry. Um, but so like you wrote a chapter in this book with Justin Benton and Russell Brunson and, and, and now I'm going to actually go read your chapter. Um, see, I'm, I, I'm transparent. So what in, in the funnel, because there's a gazillion people out here in the world saying they're expert funnel builders. And I, I've heard people say they charge 20, 30, $50,000 to build a, a sales funnel. I'm like, what, why, how, how, what in the world are you doing? So talk about that first funnel. Why was it so successful? What did you have in it? Where, how did it flow? What was the funnel? You know, looking back, it was a very simple funnel. I had no idea what I was really doing. It just seemed to work. It was just offering up. I think the thing that worked was the value, right? We The, the targeting was on point. Facebook would allow me to show upcoming birthdays for that specific month. And I would say, hey, it's your birthday. Come and celebrate with us. We'll give you a free dessert. And that was really it. I mean, the ad was very simple. I don't know if I have an exact copy of the ad on here. Dude, um, it can't be that simple. It was super simple. And I think <laughs> really? because it's, uh, yeah, it says someone has a birthday this month. Yes, you come celebrate with us and we'll buy you a dessert. Uh, click send message to claim your free voucher. That was the ad. And you could see it right here. That's the exact graphic we use. It's just a picture of a, a candle on a dessert. And um, I think it's because it's local wow. marketing that they probably don't see a ton of funnels and uh, back then at least. And it was, Hey, it is my birthday. I would love a free dessert. I've been wanting to go to that restaurant and they'd bring in their voucher. We would uh, tally up how much they spent on that check. It was a little bit manual on the back end, but we were able to trace uh, all the sales and then the events that they were booking from coming in, which is really cool. Just something simple. simple. I, I, I read somewhere that like the most, and I don't know if it's true or where I read, I don't even remember where I read it, but like the, the number one best t-shirt funnel ever is like, it was just a, a shirt and it said, buy the shirt. <laughs> like, 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 I don't know what to do. Yeah. Right. So, so, okay. So you took that to other restaurants, you duplicated that. But was it just for birthday celebrations or were there, was, did, did you start getting into more complex things? Just birthdays and anniversaries. In fact, it didn't last long. Um, I quit my, my restaurant job. I stayed, he kept me as a, you know, uh, I kept mine as a client. And to this day, they still use ClickFunnels. You know, here we are four or five years later, they're still using ClickFunnels. I still get a paycheck every month for the percent that they pay for that software. Yeah. And, you know, it was October when I put my notice, November 30th, 2018 was my last day there. And I, by Christmas, I was negative in the bank and I'm just back to square one. And a lot of that happened. I had eight clients. It was great, but they were like, see me after the holidays. We're very busy. Come get the check after holidays. So I was chasing checks and, um, and around that time around Christmas, I'm like, what do I like about this? I'm like, well, eight of them, they pay for this subscription to ClickFunnels every month to manage their, their website and their email list. Yeah. And I make 40% commission of that. So I was making, right. you know, around $118 per account. So let's say about a thousand bucks a month, passive income. 
yeah. from that portion. I'm like, how can I get to a hundred people using ClickFunnels and I don't have to service them at all? So that's when I started looking at a lot of the dream car winners. If you guys don't know the dream car award, it's this award right up here. Yeah, here. Um, so ClickFunnels will send you this cool award. You get on stage, get the photos, all that stuff. But really what it means is that you've referred a hundred people to ClickFunnels and you earn a percentage of every month that they pay for that subscription, you earn a percentage of that software. And uh, for me at the time, they paid for my car. They still do to this day. And it was a five figure recurring income from that software. So that's when things really took off. I looked at the dream car winners. They were all, they had their own communities, their own Facebook group. And a lot of the times they were giving away some kind of PDF or resource to join their community. And then they would sell you their course or their coaching program. And I was super fascinated by that, but I didn't have anything my own to sell or promote. So I created a Facebook group specifically designed to help people with ClickFunnels. It was called Sales Funnel Mastery, Five Ways to Monetize ClickFunnels. And I built a course that I probably could have sold, but instead I gave away for free to anyone who joined my community. And that's, I mean, my group got to 2000 members within 60 days. Um, by, by the end of the two months, I had a hundred referrals to ClickFunnels because they would click the link in that free course to upgrade to a ClickFunnels account. And uh, that was my first real big win. And it happened so quickly. And that's because I got focused. You asked who's the person that told yeah. me to get focused. It was Steven Larson uh, during the One Funnel Away Challenge. Uh, yeah. He said, you know, if you have multiple ideas, you got to choose one. And back then, besides the restaurant stuff, I was trying to build a course on credit repair and debt relief because that was like my big obstacle at the time. Uh, I was doing freelance. I was um, still involved in a few network marketing companies. and. I finally just said, you know what, what's something I could talk about every day? Click funnels. I started my community and I just started going live every day, sharing what I was learning, documenting the whole journey. Where I think things went different for me was a lot of people will say, I don't have results. I don't have an audience. And I didn't have either of those things starting out. Right. So what I did was I said, I'm going through this one funnel away challenge thing. I'm learning. Here's what I learned today. Here's how I'm implementing it. I pulled up my bank account. It was negative $454 between my business account and my personal account. And I showed them my student loan, which was $97,000 overdue. Everything's in red. And I said, my goal is to become a dream car winner. And here's my plan to get there. And I just started documenting every day. And I think that really rallied the people in my community. Um, and they started suggesting my group. They started tagging my name all over the Facebook communities they were a part of when people ask questions. And it just took off so quick when I got focused on that. Wow. How? And it was in nine, 90 days? Uh, 66 days from the minute, uh, from the day I opened my Facebook group to the time I hit 100 referrals to ClickFunnels. So a little over two months. And, and the dream car is, is the, the hundred referrals. Yeah. 100 referrals to click. Wow. Yeah. And they just pay for your car. Yep. They give you a payment every month that goes towards your car. Once you hit 200 referrals, they'll give you a thousand. So it's $500 a month for a hundred referrals. And then it's up, you can get a car up to a thousand, you know, even if your car is more than a, a 500, they just, you pay the difference. So. Wow, dude. That's, that's insane. So, so where did things go for you from there? I mean, that was only a few years ago, right? Yeah, that was, um, 2019, January, 2019. I launched that group. I hit dream car by, um, late, it was early March, I believe early March. I hit dream car award. Um, and in between that, you know, I, um, at the time was gifted a, a ticket to funnel hacking live that Christmas where I was really struggling and, um, even, even March, that screenshot, of my negative bank account was in like early March because, uh, I was having a hard time keeping up and yeah, I was making these commissions from click funnels, but it was so new that there's a 30 day wait period to get paid out. Yeah. So I showed this to a friend. I said, look, I have this money coming in. Uh, I really could use some support to get a flight and a hotel for this event I want to go to. And I went to phone hacking live in 2019, in 2019, February, 2019. Okay. Yep. And wow. I get to Phone Hacking Live, and the moment it really changed for me is I remember watching the presentations, spending some time with Shane Larson, who was the uh, community manager for Shane's, Shane's awesome. Shane's amazing, and I've I tell been, you, I've, I've, I've been on his his podcast. Yeah, he's amazing. I credit him. I tell him, man, you were the one who believed in me, 
you know, yeah. you took me to the side and said, you're going to be on that stage. And he was so confident in, in the, the conviction in his voice. And he said, go watch the award ceremony. I went to the award ceremony to this day. Every year I go, if you want to find me, I'm front row at the award ceremony on Saturday. And I'm watching every person cross the stage. And I realized in that moment that all these people have earned a million dollars through one funnel. And I started talking to them afterwards. And I'm like, they're just normal people. And it gave me the belief that I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go out there and I want to, you know, earn that two comma club award. So I got home um, late February from that event. And that's when I really got into it. Uh, a few weeks later, hit the dream car award. Um, I was in, someone told me I should launch my own. They started asking me a lot of questions and, and Steve said, pay attention to the questions people are asking you. And that's going to show you the next thing. So that's when I put together my sales funnel mastery paid version. It was an advanced portion of my free course. And I put out one post in that community and it got like 500 comments. And out of everyone I was talking to, I sold uh, 34 uh, beta versions of my course. And I taught it live for six weeks and I made uh about thirty-four, so $34,000 from the course, then $27,000 in affiliate commission. So I made $54,000 that month, which was more than I made working in a restaurant for an entire year on doubles in wow. weekends. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was, I was at that point, I'm just like, I'm all in, like, let's, let's go to this next, this next level. And I was a lot of resistance there, but I just kept moving forward through that. So give me the timeline. I'm, I'm, I've, I've lost track. Was it 2019 or 18 that you were negative $454? Yeah. December. And, and, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah December, 2018 till about March. So for about you were three months there, I was, were, I was sometimes I'd come positive, but most of the time it was falling back. I was trying to keep up with payments. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then it wasn't until I got that, that commission check in uh, late March and that course launch where, yeah. um, okay. I was like, this is insane. And yeah. I, um, rolled out that course. And then I, uh, six weeks later, I, I relaunched it as a final product as I built it out with the first 34 people. Yeah. And within six months, I, I passed a six figure mark. I paid off my student loan by Mother's Day that year. I presented the student loan payoff slips to my my nanny and my mother at Mother's Day dinner. And I remember that just being like one of the best feelings because they were tied to my debt and they were tied to the negative yeah. credit reportings that was happening behind the scenes. Uh, it just was a big relief just to get that all paid off. So I paid off my student loan in full within six months of going full time online. Um, and people say, you know, overnight success, but I'm like, yeah, but you didn't see the first seven years of <laughs> right. products I was failing all over. <laughs> he was uh, Joe Joe Ingram commented earlier and said, I can I can help you with a phone, water system, term insurance, and soap. <laughs> <laughs> and and wait, That's, there's more. <laughs> yeah, but wait, there's more. So so talk about. I, I want to talk about that because I'm all too familiar with this. Um, the 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 that four month or five month period um, that you were back and forth between negative and positive in your your bank account. Talk about the self doubt. Because yeah. you didn't go to school, you didn't go to college to learn this stuff. You didn't, you know, you didn't have, there was nothing in your life that was like, hey, here's evidence for you, Doug, that you're going to make it. Like there was, there's nothing there. What, yeah. how did you deal with the self-doubt and, and still continue to rocket yourself up like you did? I think it's two things. I think it's, it was definitely my community and my, my, my peers in there and the people I was helping and yeah. the things they were saying about my free course and how I was helping them with click funnels. And the second thing were my mentors. I remember the one funnel away challenge is really what gave me the confidence to, to leave my job as a restaurant server and manager. And it was around that time, October OFA one funnel away challenge rolled out. I went through the first one, completely overwhelmed, had no idea what this thing was. I'm like, build your, you know, my first funnel, I'm one funnel right. away. What does this even mean? <laughs> I went through, I went through it three times. And the third time it, that's when it was January, I launched my community. Uh, I built out a 
um, affiliate funnel for the one funnel away challenge. So I started, my goal was to start selling the one funnel away challenge. And my bonus at the time was come through the one funnel away challenge with me. I'll go live every day and share with you what I learned and how I'm implementing that into my business on day 30 of that recording. Um, it was a live presentation, but they ended up turning into a recording. Steve Larson interviewed me and that I, I won the funnel audit for that month. And that became the replay that they up until recently was they were playing uh, for anyone who signed up to the one funnel away challenge. And wow. at that time I, I sold probably about uh, 80 people into the one funnel away challenge. You get hundred dollars per referral, not a yeah. crazy commission, but for me, it was awesome. Yeah. And the cool thing that really motivated me, and this is kind of tied all together was the, for the top 10 affiliates, you could get a trip to ClickFunnels headquarters and we spent a weekend at a mastermind house on a lake on McCall in McCall. And um, I realized at that moment, like all the big dogs promoted this for a week and they're back to their own businesses. I don't have my own business. I could go all in on promoting this affiliate offer and finish top 10 because it's a yeah. six month contest. The first time they ever did like a six month contest. So I'm like, I think if I stay consistent, I could you know, without a list, without anything, I could be in the top 10. And I did. And I remember being in the room at that lake house. Uh, we spent a weekend there. It was like Steven Larson, Colton Crottinger, Alex Elliott. We had uh, Melissa Ricker, a lot of the top affiliates, Dave Gambrell, yeah. Yeah, all amazing people. And we all had to go up in the front of the room at the end of the weekend to share our biggest takeaway. And they couldn't find me because I was downstairs, ball my eyes out because I'm like, I shouldn't be in this room all these people have their thing. They got their own businesses and I'm over here. Like, how did I even get here? And they got me to come up and speak in, in front of anybody anyways, even though I couldn't keep it together. I'd love to see the footage of that, by the way. I know they have it somewhere. Uh, <laughs> you said I'd love to. <laughs> I know they have it. Oh my God. How embarrassed would you be right now? <laughs> I would share it. I, I was more embarrassed back then. And I think it's a moment. Um, awesome, Steven Larson man. came up to me, put his arm on me. He's like, dude, you're having the passion meltdown. I remember I had the passion crisis and Russell talked me through this. Here's the advice he gave me. He said, just keep doing what you're doing. You're in this room for a reason. You're doing things that a lot of people won't do and haven't done. And the next thing is going to show up for you. And my whole thing was, you know, I, I'm waiting for that next thing. Sales funnel mastery. Like I'm not going to be known as the funnel guy. That's Russell's thing. And, um, right, right. shortly after I stayed the path and full-time freedom just came to me in a yeah. dream. And I realized what am I really helping people with? It's about finding the freedom and freedom to me and most entrepreneurs, most of you watching this isn't not working. Like we would go insane. You'd get bored after oh. a month of vacation or retirement. Right. Yeah. So full-time freedom to me is like finding something that you could do every day and look forward to waking up and getting to work, you know, yeah. and that's what I, I really want to help people with. And, um, that's where I think just putting my head down and going through the doubt and the resistance and becoming the next version of myself the next thing will show up when you just stay committed and stay focused on the one path. Wow, man. So <clears throat> that's in, that's incredible. And your transparency, I can, I, 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 you know, we, we met through Leslie who, who we both love and know. And, um, and, and he kept saying, dude, Doug, you got to get to know Doug. You got to have Doug on your show, man. Like, and I get it yep. now your transparency and authenticity is, is why people love you. I can, I can tell, I, I just feel it. So you, you went through that and by the way, they never replayed mine. Um, OFA, uh, Shane, I'm pretty sure he never, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you, um, so you went through all this and what, I mean, where did things go from there? I mean, cause I know now you're doing like these five day challenges yeah. and, and talk, talk a little bit about that and what, what led to that. Yeah. And I'll speak to, I appreciate the kind words. Uh, I look at the authenticity. I think that comes out of Man, I just wish I had that to look up to when I first came up because I think it would have shortcut my path a lot if someone was just real. Yeah. And I'm all for the, the the screenshots and the wins and celebrating. I think that's really important to show people that this is possible and inspires yeah. people. 
but I, I always promised myself, I'm going to continue to do what worked four years ago. And that's state exactly where I'm at and what are, where I'm going and let them watch me go there. And if people just focused on the way they're feeling and like right now we're through a new level and I'm doing some things I've never done before. And I have that resistance come up and I'm like, what are all the things I'm feeling right now and how am I solving it? And I know in six months from now, that might be become a new offer to help people through that next threshold. So, um, and all my marketing's written here because how I feel is probably how other people feel. And I'm just going to document every milestone that I face resistance and how I got through it. And I think it's, and it's what you do on this show. And I love that, that I get to share this. Um, but what happened next was I, I was in masterminds. I spent a lot of my revenue on masterminds yeah. and a lot of them tell you, go build a sales team. And I'm brand new. You want me to go hire a setter and a closer. And I don't even know what I'm doing. I think even manage myself, never mind manage a team. And I, I took their advice. I went through that path of booking calls, trying to get on the calls. I was just horrible at this thing. <laughs> and I'm like, if I can't do it, how am I going to train a team to do it? And I right. found people that were paid experts and they were off brand with my message. They uh, were just focused on the sale. And that was really not what I was all about. Obviously we need sales to stay in business, but I wanted to do it in a certain way. And I started looking at, you know, what were the big people in the industry doing? And back then five day challenges were just starting to become popular. And even though I was a part of Russell's world, I joined his two comma coaching program back then. They were teaching summits. Summits are amazing, but I saw the workload that you have to go to get speakers and congregate them and get them to show up. And then all yeah. the things, you know how it goes. Um, yeah. But what Russell was doing, so he was teaching the summit model in his coaching program, but he was doing five-day challenges. So I'm like, I'm going to go do what Russell's doing. I'm going to do a five-day challenge to sell my course. And I was doing a free challenge back then. I ran that free challenge 14 times in a row every month. And I would start my first one. I did okay. A couple, I think it was like 20 something people bought my thousand dollar course. Um, but towards the 14th one, we were doing between 60 to 75 people buying my course with a five day event. And I didn't have to do any sales calls. And that's where I started um, realizing like, I got to keep doing this at, at the time back then I was doing them quarterly to start. And then I was doing every other month. And I remember it was March, uh, 2021 at this point. So it's a couple of years fast forward. I, I've been doing these events for a while and I was, uh, around $400,000 in revenue, uh, through my course sales. Yeah. And I wanted to hit the two comical board, right? We all want to get this guy over here yeah. in the phones world. And I said, I got seven months until fall hacking live September 2021. I'm like, how do I go out there and get this award before then? I'm ha like less than halfway there. So I looked at my Stripe report. We saw every big spike was the month I was doing a challenge. I said, well, I knew that, but the data shows we got to do this every month. Yeah. So I got focused, um, hired someone to handle fulfillment, one of my clients to come up and manage onboarding and client success. So I could go fully focus on running this event every month and make sure my clients are still being helped out and fulfilled. Yeah. And uh, from there, we we did it. We hit the two comic club award by uh, July. I put my my application and was on stage uh, for running challenges, selling my thousand dollar product, which was really amazing. And for everybody watching that's not familiar with what the two comma club award is, thank you. What what is it? Tell them. It, it, so it's doing a million dollars in revenue through a sales funnel built in ClickFunnels. Yeah. So we did a million dollars in revenue and incredible. You know, I, I think it's interesting because they really, it's true. When you get that result, like you're like, well, like I'm, I did it, I'm here, but like nothing really changes. In fact, you're like, <laughs> right. what's the, like, I didn't set a new aim for a while. And my next logical aim was, oh, I want to go hit the $10 million award. And I'm like, it can't be that. Like, and then, you know, they, I saw them roll out, um, the Dave Woodward award. I forget the first name of it. The, the heart award. Now it's named after Dave Woodward. Yeah. And I, I'm like, I want to donate a million dollars in revenue. Cause if you donate a million dollars in revenue, you gotta be doing something right. So yeah. we started building homes, uh, two hours South of where I live in Mexico for families in need. And we've, we've done uh, five so far. I'm doing two more next month. And I'm just really getting behind this movement. Um, that wow. is really near to home for me. So that's, um, really exciting and what, what we're up to right now dude wow 
Can I call you, dude? I call, you dude. I call <laughs> Grant. I call Grant, dude. <laughs> so I call dude everybody, dude. dude. <laughs> so, so wow, man, that is like okay. So, talk, and you kind of touched on this, um, but it's look, look at. Uh, I love it. I love what Matt's saying. I I love it. Yeah. Um, so, talk about. You, you touched on this a little bit. I, I really want this to get through to the average person because we've all been, been there. I, I've been there. I, I remember sitting in Grant's office back in 2014 and him looking at me and he, he's not afraid to drop an F bomb. And, <laughs> and he said, he said, what the blank are you hiding from? And I'm like, um, I'm, I'm sitting in your office. I'm not, you know, I, I think that the average person doesn't realize what's holding them back. Yeah. So when it comes to, I ask everybody this question, Doug, when it comes to real financial wealth, freedom, um, joy, freedom, just overall, like I, I hate to steal, but I use this word every, in every interview, but the the freedom in life where where does that what's stopping people from having it all having all of it yeah it's just the belief that you don't you can't have it or it has to be hard or you don't deserve it and it's a lot of becoming self-aware i think that i spent the first few years investing most of my revenue back into myself and to masterminds and you know i paid off my student loan i got lasik eye surgery got my teeth straightened with invisalign i did a lot of investing in myself and then masterminds and then started hiring a team and you know even to this day a lot of i'm not buying real estate i'm not doing all these things that people should say i should be doing because i'm putting it back into the business right now right and um outside of the master business masterminds i realized more importantly i need to get more focused on my energy and myself so i'm in masterminds you guys might know someone named tyler watson and tyler's uh he teaches the alignment effect i met him through russell's inner circle so i'm doing this thing on people i'm like what is that and um he's helped me so much really have some massive breakthroughs of finding out why i was scared of success and i i viewed you know what happened with you know my father's company and how he lost everything and i tied his success to a lot of things that went negatively in his life because of the success and i it wasn't mine but i was attaching it to me and it, it was right. fascinating to let that go but there's something holding you back probably from something that isn't yours and i think only you can go on that journey to find out what that is and you know relieve that or neutralize that so you can step into that next version of yourself so i've been really committed to anytime i'm triggered these days i'm like why did that upset me gotta go mm. dig because i think that people could get angry and react or you could say there's a reason why that upset me and it shouldn't be bothering me that much and i i, I look at triggers now as like uh, a, a sign to go deeper and look at that thing so i think it's just becoming more self-aware investing in yourself and surrounding yourself around the right people that could help you get to that next level I, amen <laughs> I, I feel like that's an appropriate word uh, who and who was this again i've not heard tyler yeah tyler watson um he might I've not heard of if he's tyler. got a chapter in that book so he's he's oh. worked with russell he's worked with a lot of people in his wow. inner circle i gotta give him a shout out because i would say you know i was able to get to six figures a month through business coaching but I know with his help, we'll, we'll go to that next level, whatever it might be for me. It's a, a, a million, a, a million a month, a million donated. I'd say million donated. I'm yeah. sure if I could donate a million a year, it's I'm making at least a million a month. Right. Um, but, uh, let me see if he, I thought he had a chapter in, in the, in this book, right inside the inner circle. Yeah. Let me see. Maybe he didn't. It, it, oh yeah. It, yeah. He's uh page 44, Tyler and Emily. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so talk about him real quick and I, we're yeah. running out of time, but what, what was it about what he does that, what was it that helped you so much? Yeah. You know, he says, I remember being at inner circle and we were at the same table and this mastermind meetup 
we had to present for a few minutes at our table and they're going to say, select one person to go up on stage to present their topic. We're going to vote on it for the table. And then your table is going to go into a vote of 77 people. And then top, I think it was top seven get to go on stage. And I end up winning that slot to go teach gamified challenges on stage wow. until this day. I'm like, man, Tyler should have been up there. And I think it was one of those things where people have a hard time believing it because his whole thing is change doesn't have to take years, months, or weeks. It could happen in literally minutes. Shifts could happen in minutes. And it's one of those things that seems so great to be true that you're like, I don't know. But then you experience it and he's combined, um, you know, freedom techniques like tapping and some other um, modalities that people might look at like, what the heck is that? But I'm telling you, uh, I work with him one-on-one -on -one every month and he always finds, I don't know what to talk about today. He finds it. We, um, we, we find out what it is, where it at, where it's in the body. Cause it's not all mindset. It's actually in the body. It's stored in the body, these traumas, these things yep. that you need to let go of. And, uh, he'll help find it and release it. And sometimes it takes a few attempts to do it, like some deeper stuff. It's taken some more sessions, but, uh, what he does is really fascinating. He's worked on some of the top marketers and he's working, I don't know if I'm all to say, but he's working with like Ray Higdon now and just his mastermind's really taken off and I, I credit a lot of where I'm going to the things he's helping me with. Well, it sounds like I need to have Tyler on the show. You do. Sure. I'm going to make the connection for and sure. Ray, Ray's a buddy of mine. Ray and Jess have yeah. both been on. I love those two. Yeah. This, this is incredible, man. I, I, I everything. That, okay. Now I have to read Ty. I'm just going to have to read the whole dang book. They're Justin Benton. <laughs> I'm going to read the book. Uh, go, Justin. <laughs> yeah. But so, so, and I, there's just incredible people in this book. I want, I want to make one point though. You, you keep talking about inner circle mm -hmm. um, and there's people that are watching that have no idea no what clue. that is, what the investment is, anything. And it's really important that we talk about that. I think um, because you said you should invest in yourself. Talk about the investment in inner circle that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I had three goals starting out back in January, 2019. First was to pay off my student loan. Second was to hit the dream car award. Uh, third, two comical awards. I should say four. The fourth one was join Russell's inner circle. I want to be a part of his world. He's changed my life. Yep. And, you know, back when I was in the two comic coaching program and I hit the two comic award to be um, eligible to join inner circle, you have to be, you know, a million dollars in revenue through your funnel to join. Uh, he shut it down. And I thought, man, where am I going next? Um, but he revamped it, relaunched it. I ended up joining, uh, at the moment, uh, it's now $50,000 for a year commitment. And he's got a, a second and a third level for category Kings. And then Atlas Atlas mm -hmm. is a quarter million dollars to be a part of, but there's revenue goals. So it really, for people like us who are, you know, goal oriented, it really helps you strive to that next level. Um, and just some of the people you'll meet in there. I think for me, it's, I thought I wanted for the access to Russell, but I end up finding amazing people that believe in me more than I believe in myself and the things that they're doing to show that it's possible and the, the willingness to give and share. It's just, it's one of the best parts of being a part of a mastermind like that. Amazing. Yeah. And I, I don't know, uh, we talked a little bit about it. Um, but I had Russell and several other of the, uh, Eric Sorensen and, and Dr. Benjamin Hardy has been on my show. He's a friend of mine and his book, I don't know if you, I'm sure you read 10 X is easier than two X. Yeah. Crazy good book. Um, you're just around and I talk about this a lot. I'm sure you do. You're around the right people and there's nothing nothing more important than being around the right people. hundred percent. Um, last two weeks, you know, it's just, a, I don't mean to sound boastful, but like four years, you guys, four years is not a long time when you just stay on the path. And in four years, I remember, you know, I, I made a post recently about going home after the restaurant to watch Grant Cardone's videos. And the closest I could ever get to someone like Grant is pouring him a glass of water. If he came into my restaurant right. and last week, and I'm sitting at his dinner table in his home in a small environment, there's like eight of us there. And I'm just like, how, 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 um, you know, two weeks ago I was with Russell and Dan Kennedy in a room with only six of us. And I got an hour dedicated with Dan Kennedy. It's just stay the path, stay focused, uh, get around the right people. And I, I did want to share this, that masterminds changed my life because 
Believe it or not, I did about 20 something challenges before I started teaching challenges. Wow. And my coach was like, Hey, you did a training on our, I do trainings in mastermind. So I'll put my, my for my uh, framework in their curriculum and people in the mastermind can go watch it and implement a challenge. And I do a lot of those and I love doing them. And the one mastermind, I, one of my first masterminds I joined, he, the, the person that ran it came up to me and said, you got to go teach this. You got to create a program around teaching your gamified five day challenge model because everyone in our program that's getting a six figure result, getting the six figures a month is they're implementing your process. And, you know, I didn't make up the five day challenge model. I've just done some things differently to fill the gaps where if you can't get a thousand people in a challenge, like most people have a hard time doing that. You don't need, you need a small intimate environment, um, we've done some things to increase show up rates, increase engagement, increase conversions, and really make a filtration process to roll people into your program, make sure it's a fit for them and you, because if you're anything like, you know, most coaches spend more time with their clients and their own families. So you got to like who you work with. Yeah. But anyway, um, it was that moment that he came to me and people in the program were giving me testimonials. Like you got to go do something with this. And I was so resistant. In fact, I didn't start doing my own program, uh, called the full-time freedom Academy on the challenge model until uh, like eight months later. But wow. it was them that came to me and said, you gotta go do something with this. You have to go teach people what you're doing with challenges. And I don't think I would have done that if I didn't have the right people in the right room telling me that they believe in what I'm doing and I should go do this. Did did you, when you were waiting tables and working 80 hours a week and, and pulling in, <laughs> being in the top, can you imagine, like you said, you were number in the top 10 and making 800 bucks a week as in the top 10. Can you imagine what number 800 was making? Like what? He's like, <laughs> I, I can't even buy off the dollar value menu. Yeah. So, but did you ever think back then that you would be where you are today, building houses in Mexico for, for, for people in need? I don't know if it would, I would be able to put an exact pinpoint on it, but I do say like, I've always wanted, I watched my mom give back to the community, having very little to give. And it just really spoke to me that one day when I'm eligible, I could start giving. I think a lot of people wait till they think they've made it. And to be honest, like I'm nowhere near where I want to keep going towards. I'm happy with yeah. where I'm at, but I want to always keep striving for more so I could go out there and, and give back more to my clients, to my audience, to the families that we're helping in, in Mexico. And I don't know if that's the foundation we'll stick with, but for now it's so close to home and people say, why aren't you doing stuff here in the States? And I look at my first build, we get down there and these families have a decision to make. They're usually living in a hut smaller than the room I'm in on a dirt floor with kids under five. And by the age of eight, they have to decide, is this kid going to go to school or am I going to put them in the fields to go make us eight bucks a day? And a lot of times for them to go to school, they got to pay for vehicle, uh, transportation, school, uniforms, books, all the things. And uh, they often pick, go work the fields. So for us to get them off the dirt floor into a home and then get their kids educated, it really will end that cycle of poverty in families. So after every time I go, I... I I can't even put into words. It's just such an amazing experience. And I'm grateful that I got to do my own sponsorship last month and we're doing uh, our first full-time freedom Academy build in two weeks. So Ken, we would love to have you in a future one. We're going to do a lot of these. I got a uh, 96 more to go to hit the goal. So I'm in. And, uh, in the I am in. <laughs> That's freaking awesome, dude. And yeah. my, my, this is Dr. Laura. She's a client and friend of mine. She has a question. Were you ready when you launched or did oh, you just go and course correct as needed? Oh, man. <laughs> I know the answer, by the way. Yeah, I was so resistant. Uh, I was approached by my original, my first mentor. He came up to me and said, man, your group grew super quick. You came out of nowhere. What are you up to? I'm like, I'm just promoting the One Funnel Away Challenge. I'm happy here. He's like, I, I liked your free course. I think you could sell it for a 997 product. I said, well, I would put more in it. So yeah. I'm like, I'm filming it now. He goes, launch it. I'm like, okay, I'll launch it. He's like, tomorrow. I'm like, tomorrow? He goes, take this post <laughs> and put it out there. Right. And I was like, there's no way. I'm not, I don't have it close to done. He goes, good. He goes, what you're going to do is put them in a group chat. You're going to ask them what time and date works for them each week to go live for an hour. And you're going to build it with them. And I'm like, this isn't real. Like that, who, like, are you sure? Wow. Um, and I did it. 
and I did it imperfectly. And it was so much better of an experience, not only for me, but for them, because they were a part of it. They felt like the founding members, they got a say in the curriculum. They got to ask questions, which made it a better curriculum. And I wrapped that training up in about six weeks. And honestly, I, there's no way I would have filmed that course in six weeks. I'd still probably be filming it to this day. No joke. I was super resistant, but it was done. I packaged it up. I trimmed it and, you know, added some different things. And I yeah. sold that for a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, and I did a weekly coaching call to support it. Yeah. So it, yeah, it was definitely a hard decision for me, but I just didn't focus on the months out. I focused on what do I need to do today yep. and just kept my head down and, and delivered. Jeffrey Gittimer told me to do the same thing. If you know yeah. who he is. Um, and, and I did, and it works. You gotta, you gotta just go. You gotta go. Um, listen, uh, look, there's Leslie. Leslie. Imperfect action is so much better than it is. Amen. Yeah. I agree. Listen, I know you have a meeting. Um, and Doug, I, I'm going to just make it public. I want to invite you to come and speak to my grow live Academy, my mastermind group, just awesome. come in and, and share how uh, make an offer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, make, like, give me, give me a website address or something I can put <laughs> up here for everybody to follow you, get involved with you and, and everything. Sure. Um, what I'm up to right now, I love doing this. Like Ken just invited me to speak to his, his group. I would love to do that. I think the biggest impact I could make is to literally teach my entire framework and how I do things differently. And, you know, what I do is create, uh, help my clients build a signature event that they could run on repeat every single month and enroll the right clients into their programs or courses or offers one to many without sales calls. And I've done this for myself. 30, we have our 34th challenge coming up on Monday. So uh, what I'd like to say is if you have a group of people that you would love to learn this framework, I would teach everything I know to your people. I've done this to Russell's inner circle, um, Fabio Soros, some, some of the top masterminds out there. So reach out, Let's get something scheduled. I'll come teach your people everything I know on the gamified five-day challenge model. And uh, for those of you who don't have a group of people, come through my challenge. We do it every single month. It's called Cold to Clients. We're going to help you really look at the offer. If you don't have an idea, we'll help you really package up an offer you can promote and use this uh, signature virtual event. We'll help you come up with your name, your title, your tagline, your agendas, and fill your first event or next event. Um, we could do it in five days and we run that workshop on a monthly basis. Yeah. Okay. What's the web address everybody can visit? Do you know? Yeah. Uh, for the challenge, it's myfulltimefreedom.com forward slash C2C. So uh, C number two C, cold to client. C2C. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got one starting Monday. If you guys want to come check it out, we'd love to have you. It starts and, Monday. Uh, and yeah, is this live? It's live. It's a live challenge. And um, this is this it right here? My full time. I'll shoot. Hold on. My nope. full-time freedom.com. Yeah. That's right. Dot com. I forgot the dot com. Yeah. I do it live. Um, really? I, I did do an evergreen version for a few months. We ran it weekly for a few months. I'm like, it doesn't seem right. Like I teach the live challenge model. I got to keep doing it. I love doing it now. Uh, some people get resistant to doing a challenge. They think it's a lot of work, but when you get a system in place and just want, you know, a challenge assistant to help you repeat it every month, I light up during this week. So you'll see me next week there. I'm full of energy and it's just something that brings me a lot of happiness to, to show up and get people results in that five days. I, I expect to hear that, that at least 10, 15, 20 people on that, that are watching or watch the replay are going to go um, check it out. I'll put that in the show notes and, and add it to the YouTube videos as well. So um, and I'll say this too, Ken, anyone who goes VIP, I actually send you a hard copy. This book is $250 on Amazon right now, it if it's not sold out yet. And then, it, it, it yeah, really so I'll Look, sign Jamie, Jamie Green just signed up. Come Let's on, go, come on, Jamie. Jamie's awesome. I love, yeah, Jamie. I love Jamie. And she's part of her. my Grow Live Academy too. I still so have one for Queens. Her business card is a green chip and I love it. Yeah. It's so unique. I know. So I still have it here. I have. I have it here somewhere on my desk. <laughs> Jamie's awesome. I love Jamie. So, dude, you are a freaking rock star. My wife put it in the comments as well. Thank everybody, you, everybody go to myfulltimefreedom.com forward slash C2C. Um, 
Doug has the new version, LOL. Oh, I don't have the new version, Jamie. <laughs> I need the new version. Um, anyway, Doug, listen, man, thank you so much. I, I do want to have you come to the Grow Live Academy and teach. I think it would be phenomenal. I love that. <clears throat> and um, anybody listening to the podcast, watching, um, come on. Like, you got you to gotta get in this, this challenge. I, Grant, if you're watching, you should be in the challenge too. Come on, man. Um, but this is awesome, 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 awesome. Doug, thank you so much for sharing your heart, man. You like shared your real authentic heart and soul. I love that. Love that. Well, so thank you for asking some of the most equation, amazing, most amazing questions I've ever been asked. And that's really for you to pull that out of me. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, dude. This has been great. So everybody go to myfulltimefreedom.com forward slash C and the number two C and, and get signed up for a challenge. And it, it, like, holy crap, this is incredible. All right. Stay with me if you would. I know you cool. got to go here in a minute, but stay, hang on. I'm going to end the live stream. Everybody make sure you go to the website, follow Doug everywhere. And we will see you all later. Have a great day, Bye, Doug. Thanks so Thank much. You, Ken. Thank you, everyone.